0: Hi everyone and welcome back to the River Heights Buzz podcast. This is episode 101. (laughs) We're your hosts, I'm Alexa. And I'm Candace. Today we are talking about season one, episode six of the Hardy Boys Nancy Drew 70 show. I don't think there's any news stuff before we dive into the episode, I don't think. I don't think so. Other than congratulations to the winner of our 100th episode giveaway. Yeah. Which, uh, congratulations. Which uh, we are not, don't worry, we won't broadcast names or anything. We'll keep it private. <laughs> so.
1: Yeah. If that person
0: chooses to
1: post, you know, after the fact, then that's fine. Alrighty. Okay. Um, do you have uh, original air date and that kind of info?
0: Yes. So this episode is a Nancy Drew episode. So I will, of course, put Nancy Drew first for the episode title instead of the Hardy Boys. (laughs) Um, This title of the episode is called The Secret of the Whispering Walls. The description says, Nancy's eccentric aunts are selling their property. The day before the deal is reality, a burglar steals all the documents when Nancy goes to her aunts to explain, she hears mysterious voices in the walls. Her original release date was March 13th, 1977. First and foremost, George is in this episode. And to me, she was more acting like Bess. The, every other, the other two episodes I watched with Nancy and, of course, this one. Yeah, George definitely acts like Bess. Yeah. Like most of her acting was
1: like in her face and it was kind of weird, not very much like the George that we are familiar with in the games and the books. I just thought that I would make mention of that. Let's just go ahead and and dive right in. So um, the episode starts uh, dramatic right from the get go. Someone is trying to break into the Drew residence and this person gets in and breaks into like a a study office kind of room and around that time a car is pulling up and the man is like prying into the desk to see what's in there and um george ends up coming in the house and so the man kind of stops what he's doing and peeks around and she goes upstairs and so he figures the coast is clear so he continues searching And then Nancy comes in the door, and the robber knocks a silver platter to the floor, which obviously makes noise. And so Nancy hears it, and she goes into the study, but gets knocked back by the person trying to close the door. And then the guy throws a chair through the window and gets away. What an entrance to
0: the episode! (laughs) Yeah. So very dramatic. I don't know about you, but Ned did not wait for Nancy to get into the house and make sure everything was okay. And I'm like, and neither did George's date. And I don't know about you, but I was raised to at least like, if I'm taking someone home from like, we go to the movies or the mall or whatever, to wait at least until they get in the house and they wave goodbye, then I will leave.
1: Yeah, no, I'm the exact same way.
0: Because, you know, the last thing you want is for something to happen to your friend or family member, whoever it is.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, I used to drive, uh, Mark and I used to carpool when he worked in the same town as me. And so his job was before mine. So I would drive and I would drop him off first. And even though he's a man and he's older than me, like, I would wait until he had taken his badge, had badged in the door and had the door open and was stepping inside before I would leave.
0: Yeah. That, uh, at least to me, that kind of comforts me a little bit to make sure, okay, they're in the house, you know, they're good. Yeah. It's
1: just a nice light thing to do, I think.
0: Yeah. Nancy and George
1: hear what they think are footsteps outside the now broken window. Um, and so they both have umbrellas. And they get on either side of the window, and it ends up actually being Carson trying
0: to figure out what's going on, and George hits him. (laughs) I literally wrote down, really, George, of all people, to hit on the head, it had to be Carson. (laughs) Of course, had to be. (laughs) Next day, Carson is going through his office to
1: try to figure out what's missing, and he determines that there are several files that are gone, including the sale of a farm that belonged to his aunt Ruby. So now Carson is going to have to get duplicates of those papers from the state Capitol because they're supposed to close on the farm the next day. And so I'm sitting here thinking, if he hasn't closed, first of all, the papers wouldn't be filed anywhere to begin with. It's not going to be at the state Capitol. It's going to be at, you know, whatever city, River Heights, I guess. That's where it's going to be. Like, that part didn't really make a whole lot of sense to me, but, you know, I can look past it. It's okay.
0: You're, like, Uh, the legal perspective of no matter, like, what show we watch to, like, you know, because obviously you kind of know some of this stuff, so you can kind of throw your two cents in there, which was for me, I'm, like, obviously some of this stuff to me doesn't make sense, but to hear you kind of explain it a little bit, I'm, like, okay, at least I'm not going crazy.
1: Yes. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, it just kind of adds to the drama because it's like, okay, so he has to separate from Nancy and George and he has to go and get these documents so that the sale can go through. If they don't have the documents, then obviously the sale won't happen. So I get the drama behind it, you know, it's just not, you know, real life practical, but it's a TV show. So. So while Carson is doing that, Nancy and George decide to drive up to, the aunt's house and Nancy starts talking about um, this old farmer that used to creep her out when she was younger and would try to scare her like riding a tractor and just gave off real creepy vibes and as she's telling the story and driving he comes up out of nowhere and runs the car into a ditch like
0: the whole episode pretty well he is so rude and yeah like he really is and he does not care about anyone else no. So, I'm like, I did not like this guy at all. (laughs) No, bad vibes.
1: Yeah. So, not only does he run her into a ditch, but then the car's stuck in the mud.
0: And, like, okay, and even Nancy was like, can you at least help me get out of the mud? And he doesn't. He just takes off. I'm like, Mm -hmm. seriously? You're the one that caused Nancy to go there in the first place. The least you could do is help her. Exactly.
1: Nancy ends up mentioning to him how the escrow papers were stolen. So the closing isn't going to happen yet, but the man thinks that the girls are like trying to sabotage it and then thinks that they're going to like try to move into the house. So he gets frustrated and angry about that and and takes off. Um, So now since the girl's car is stuck in the mud, they have to walk to the aunt's house.
0: And who knows how long of a walk that is.
1: Yeah, it seems like it's a pretty far piece. Yeah, Like you mentioned in the introduction of the episode, the ants are very eccentric. Um, The man who is going to be buying the house, his name is Mr. Warner. He actually comes up when Nancy and George get to the house and warns the ants by saying if something happens to Nancy and George, it's going to be on their conscience.
0: And this is the same guy that ran Nancy into the mud puddle.
1: Yeah. So, I mean, that sounds like vaguely threatening.
0: Yeah.
1: So, yeah. Creepy. Mm-hmm. So, um, one of the aunts is named Aunt Ruby. The other one is Aunt Leela. And Aunt Leela kind of uh, is a little more goofy, a little more eccentric than Ruby. And she talks about how she's seen demons at the house. And Aunt Ruby doesn't believe it. But Leela says that um, the spirits want... Uh, them to stay at the house and not sell it, and then something or someone is looking out the window of the house, but then disappears, like you can see the curtain move. Creepy. So meanwhile, while all that's happening. Carson and Ned are heading to the Capitol, and someone comes up behind them in like a big blue van, And it's trying to run them off of the road. And then the guy actually, like, rams the van into Carson's car.
0: And I'm like, luck, obviously, Carson ends up in the hospital because of this. But I'm thinking, luckily, there was no other, like, cars or trees or anything on the road. Because they could have been even more hurt. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, especially with
1: how big that that van was in comparison to the car that Carson was driving. I mean, they easily could
0: have flipped that car. Yeah. And luckily, there were... And luckily, there were, like, no ditches either. Yeah. That would have been even worse. Yeah.
1: Later that night at the aunt's house, everyone's eating dinner. And the aunts have um, this man and woman that work around the house and help out. And uh, Aunt Leela apparently has, like, some kind of cough. And so the man who works there, Walter, gives her a cough tonic. <gasps> which
0: is, I mean, essentially alcohol. (laughs) She has a drinking problem. I'm saying it straight up. And I'm like, I'm saying this right now. Please drink responsibly if you are of age to drink, because this is, alcohol can be a serious addiction. Yes, it can. And and it's, you know, obviously everyone can do whatever they want. I don't want to portray myself as being like the judgy type, but alcohol you can for me I would just drink it in moderation one kind of alcohol alcohol thing here one there but if it's like all day every day for me no thanks yeah so yeah here's here's my warning please drink responsibly everyone (laughs) yes always good
1: advice so apparently the ants um keep bees at the house and uh ruby thinks that mr warner isn't going to keep the bees like he's supposed to but nancy says that it was written into the contract of um the closing documents that he has to keep the bees and take care of them in the same way that the ants were taking care of them Um, and then they talk about uh ghosts again and how aunt leila hears them at night but ruby thinks that that's the tonic talking (laughs) And the camera keeps panning to the upstairs outside window of the house. And it seems like there's like a dark shadow looking out the window. Um, And then we find out that the ants are actually selling the house because they're going to move to Vegas. (laughs) Of all places. Not what I was expecting them to say, but okay. (laughs) So a little while later, the girls are getting ready for bed. And Walter asks if the girls need anything and they say no. And then they try to ask him about what Leela had seen, like the ghosts and whatnot, but he acts very suspicious and doesn't want to talk about any of it at all and kind of like shuts it down, which is a weird response to have to that because, I mean, it's not like they were asking like hard questions, you know, it was just like they were trying to figure out if there really is something going on, but he was acting really shady about it.
0: And like when that happened, I was like, he must be somehow involved with the stuff going on.
1: Yeah. Either he's involved or he knows something or, or something like that. Something's going on. But he basically just says that he wishes that the ants hadn't sold the house. And he pretty much leaves it at that. So <coughs> I got tickled at this part where George said that they could wear garlic necklaces because they ward off ghosts and Nancy rolls her eyes since when is that a thing garlic is vampires yeah (laughs) first of all um so i don't know where george got that but i'm like that's like a best moment like i literally
0: literally just want to call her best
1: i know like it's so weird like the way that they portray her and you say that she's been like this in the other episodes so far of the season she seems like pretty chicken that's so weird, because that is not the George that we are used to.
0: No, like, George is, like, like, the, like, the rough and tough, like, let me go, I'm gonna help you, Nancy, I'm gonna get my yeah. hands dirty, but, like, this is, yeah, like we said, this is really, like, best behavior, and, like, she's yeah. really kind of scared, and doesn't really want to, obviously she helps Nancy, but she doesn't really want to at the same time. yeah. I mean,
1: that she, yeah, she's acting very timid and that's, that's not George. No. At this point, they're kind of wondering where Carson is because they were assuming that they would have heard from him by now. And so the camera goes back to where Carson is. And like you said, he's in the hospital and Ned comes in and Carson has to have x-rays because he has apparently done something to his back. He's like sprained it in some way from the accident earlier And then Carson tells Ned that he wants him to call Nancy and essentially lie and say that they got hung up. And then he wants Ned to go and get the paperwork from the Capitol because obviously Carson is in no condition to go. He's not hurt seriously, but he can't go and get the papers that he needs to get. Carson thinks that someone wants to stop the sale of the property because of what has happened whereas Ned thinks that this was just a simple hit and run and that it's not related in any way so back to the aunt's house and Nancy is of course asleep and George is cowering and awake and being a baby and you can hear like scratching noises outside and jingling bells and then there's like a crashing sound and George screams of course she does yeah and like there are sounds that are coming from like behind the walls and of course nancy wants to look around and see what's going on that's just classic nancy so she starts kind of like knocking on the walls and she finds a hollow spot and she um goes through the wardrobe and there's a hollow spot there too and so she busts through that and she sees a shadow but then the person takes off and so she goes to look but she almost falls but she like grabs onto i guess a pipe or something and yeah. dangles for a little bit but then ends up falling but it's not a very fall far not a very far fall Jeez, she oh. lands on the ground but she's okay um you hear like whispering yeah in the background. Yeah. And all of a sudden she sees a ladder. So she climbs down the ladder and she ends up going through what looks like a well on the outside. I think they did call it a well at the end. And it's now somehow outside of the house. Like, and
0: it's, of course, on the guy's property that's bought the place. Yeah, of and course. Like, this is my well, my property, get off, you know, like so rough yeah. and tough with it. Yeah. So, when she
1: comes out of the well, she starts seeing these light signals from a vehicle kind of far away and one of the bedrooms in the aunt's house. It's very obvious that they're using lights to do signals. It's not random at all. So, like you said, that time Mr. Warner comes out looking for whatever is going on out there making noise. Nancy tries to say that she's out on a walk, but Mr. Warner says she's on his property, and so she takes off. And Mr. Warner thinks that Nancy and George are there to try to get their uh, aunts to not go through with the deal of selling the house. Obviously, we know that's not the truth. So, Nancy gets back to the house, and she explains everything that she saw to George. Next day, phone rings for Nancy, and it's Ned. And Nancy knows right away that something's wrong. Something's going on. Because if it wasn't, Carson would have been the one to call. Mm -hmm. Can't really pull anything past Nancy. So Ned breaks down and tells her. Uh, She tells him she's going to continue to investigate the house. And it's around that point where they're saying goodbye. And someone was listening in on the call because she can hear someone hang up before Ned hangs up. Nancy goes to try to find the phone, she finds it, it's still warm, and she sees a pickup truck driving away. And she, it was, like the the person that was listening in was in the kitchen. Yeah, so not far away from her at all. Nancy then tells Aunt Lila about the tunnels underneath the house, and she acts like that's not a surprise, like she knew all about it. Um, She tells Nancy that the tunnels were used back in the 1890s for smuggling. Interesting. Okay.
0: Um, This this almost reminds me of um, Ghost Dogs of Moon Lake and um, Ghost of Thornton Hall. Yeah. (laughs) Walter was apparently
1: supposed to take the trash out that day to um, burn it in the burn pile, but he took off without doing that and was doing something else. So the girls offered to do it instead as, as... Leela pours herself another tonic. Um, So the girls get the trash and they go to the burn pile. And Nancy sees a $20 bill up in a tree. Like, hmm, how'd that get there? Mm -hmm. So Nancy starts going through the burn pile because there's some stuff still that's like smoldering there. And she ends up taking some stuff that's obviously burned and kind of blackened. She takes it back to the house. And at that point... The girls split off. George decides to take the stuff that she took from the burn pile into the house while Nancy decides to go and look at the barn, and someone is very clearly watching Nancy in the barn. She climbs up into the loft and looks around and doesn't see much, so she goes back down, and she ends up feeling around on the floor with her feet, and she finds a hollow trap door. And then Walter surprises her and asks her what she's looking for. And Nancy hands him the $20 bill, thinking that maybe it's his, since it was near the burn pile. Mm -hmm. I guess that would make sense, you know. And he says it is, but he's acting super weird about it. And then Nancy goes to her room to look at the stuff that they took from the burn pile. And she kind of cleans the stuff off, and she realizes that it was burned money, but it was two separate bills. But they had the same serial number, huh? Very what? clearly fake.
0: Yep. What's the bigger picture going on here? So there's something major happening. Clearly, mm-hmm. that
1: night, more shadows are seen, more light signals. Nancy and George are watching from the outside. Uh, the truck takes off, so the girls run after to try to see where it goes, and they see the truck with the same partial plate number that Ned saw. That was the plate number of the vehicle that ran him and Carson off the road. So the girls go back to the house and they get into the tunnels and someone comes behind them and locks the wardrobe door.
0: And no, this is not a Narnia door where you can get lost in the adventure and be gone for years and years and no time has passed. This is real life. You actually time actually passes. (laughs) Yeah. A little bit different than Narnia.
1: (laughs) They get into the tunnels and they're hearing the sounds again, the whispering, the crashing, all that. Mr. Warner is outside the exit of the tunnels listening, and he goes down into the tunnels, and then the girls see him thinking that he's up to no good. So they start following him when they get to an area where Walter and his wife and some others are making counterfeit money. And it's like a whole spread down there. Warner, uh, Mr. Warner finds them. They tie him up and Walter is going to blow the place up with dynamite.
0: That's not scary at all.
1: Exactly. They start moving what they can out of the tunnel system. So as the bad guys are, you know, moving stuff, Nancy gets Mr. Warner free. George goes into the tunnel and yells for the ants to try to call the police. And poor Lila is drinking her tonic hearing this voice saying
0: call the police very confused
1: and of course she's
0: she's like flat out drunk and
1: (laughs) yeah Yeah, like she thinks that she's
0: hearing ghosts and like seriously you wouldn't think that if you're actually sober i'm sorry i'm like it's just that kind of bugs me a little bit you know that yeah that kind of happened
1: So, at that point, Ned comes in and hears George hollering and realizes that it actually is George. It is a real person. It's not a ghost. So, he calls the police. The police are on their way. Walter and his crew are loading the van. When the police pull up, Nancy goes back in to get George in the tunnel, and they follow Walter and his crew out. Walter tries to tell the police he has absolutely no idea what Nancy is talking about with counterfeit money and that he's not involved at all. And he tries to say that they were in the tunnels looking for Nancy because she was lost. And then the next thing we know, the bomb explodes, the dynamite explodes, and fake money comes out of the well.
0: I don't think that would uh, actually happen with the money flying
1: out. No. Makes for a good ending for sure. But I don't think that's how that would have happened either. But I mean, that pretty much blows a hole through what he was trying to say. <laughs> so it serves a purpose. Of course, he's you know getting arrested and everybody that was working with him is getting arrested. And so clearly it's the next day. Carson is out of the hospital. They're having a meal with the aunts. And Mr. Warner comes in with, I assume, his wife and says that he is now going to be fair and square about the property. And turns out that the property and the house were worth twice what the ants were selling it for, because there are apparently developers that are interested in the land. And so he wants to give the ants the money that they deserve for the property. Um, so they will then have more money to move with to Las Vegas all as well. And the episode essentially ends with Aunt Leela telling Carson that she needs another tonic. Oh, boy. And That's Henry's response to the, the end of it as well.
0: What episode?
1: (laughs) Uh, Yeah, it was, it was a lot. It was very dramatic, um, very campy in in, uh, certain parts. Um, But I mean, I get it, you know, like I could see how, you know, back in the day, if we were younger, I could see how it would be creepy um, there were creepy aspects of it, um, you know, not going to lie. It's definitely, it shows its age. But that's yeah. not necessarily a bad
0: thing. No. Oh, yeah. It was a uh, really one tote with a bang. Literally. <laughs> I meant it for it to be that way. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, I'm
0: excited to see um, what episodes... Come after this. Yeah, of course we're gonna cover the whole series eventually. Not yeah, not for a while, but we'll get there. You yeah, know, I'm excited to see what's gonna happen. If you all wanna f- follow along, listen to us, watch the episodes. I think that they're on YouTube for people to watch. So yeah,
1: yeah, they are. I found a playlist where they were all uploaded about six years ago. Um, and it cuts out all the commercials and all that garbage. So um, they're, you know, between 44 and 48 minutes or so per episode. So, yeah, I mean, it, it's very easy to watch if you have YouTube. Yeah. YouTube comes in handy. Yes, it does. <laughs> yes, it does. And if you have a smart TV, then you can literally just pull YouTube up on your TV and watch it there, which is how I've been doing it.
0: Yeah. Which is fun. So. Yeah. I don't have any other notes for that episode. Do you? No, I don't. Alrighty. So what's happening next week, Candace? Next week, I am so excited
1: for this because it is spooky season. It's always spooky season in my heart. <laughs> I feel like I say that all the time, but it's the truth. It's the God's honest truth. So we are going to be deep diving into the Nancy Drew Ghost Stories short story book. Um, So we will do one episode per story.
0: And I'm very excited. I was just going to say October is spooky season. And I know that's like your favorite season. (laughs) Literally the best season.
1: I wait for it all year.
0: (laughs) yeah. Stay tuned next week, everyone, as we cover the first ghost story. And do you remember the title, Candace, of it? Is it just called Campus Ghost? Yeah. Yeah, they're very short. We'll get into it. So stay tuned, yep. everyone.
1: <laughs> yep. And we hope that you read along with us and enjoy it. Yeah. And enjoy the spookiness like Candice will. <laughs> Oh, I'm telling you, I've had stuff out, like decorations, since like mid-August. No shame in my game. I've already had my first pumpkin spice latte of the season. All is right with the world, I'm just saying. You're not the only one. Do you like pumpkin spice lattes?
0: No, not really. Not really my thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm not really a coffee or tea person or any of that kind of (laughs) drink stuff. So.
1: Yeah, I mean I feel like I feel like the pumpkin like the taste of pumpkin is a very acquired taste. But I mean even if you don't enjoy the taste of it, the smell amazing. Cinnamon and nutmeg and oh, it's just everything that's good about fall.
0: Okay. <laughs> so. Anyways, all right everyone. We'll see you next time. Bye guys.
1: find us on instagram at river heights buzz you can email us at river heights buzz at gmail.com you can join our facebook group the river heights buzz podcast central buzz and you can follow us on twitter at river heights buzz with just one z thank you so much for listening and make sure to keep an eye out for our next episode